What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, guys. Welcome. <laughs> I am Casey, and I'm here with Hendrix, and we are welcoming you to the 2 a.m. podcast. It feels like 2 a.m. It's not quite 2 a.m. It's like... It feels like it. It's 11.26-ish p.m. Whatever. Um, but you know, all that good stuff. How how was your day, Hendrix? No, I mean it's the last day of vacation, so I'm a little. That's probably why I don't feel good because I know I gotta go to work tomorrow. <laughs> Are you just dreading work? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, know. I go back to work on Wednesday, but I have class tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so not looking forward to that pretty much at all. I mean, actually. we can switch if you want to. Well, I have an 8 a.m. class. Okay. I'm in class from 8 o'clock in the morning till, um, like, 3.30. I mean, we can still switch. You won't make it to that first class, but uh, I'll get to the second one. <laughs> no, it's the first day. <laughs> you ain't never skipped the first day of school? No. Uh, I, was a, I was a good student. Uh, I wasn't, so. You know, I know that. I'm not surprised by that at all, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say. Oh, you're so irritating. Okay, guys, we're gonna to we're gonna get right into it. So, what do you what do you have for us today? Um, we're gonna start off with um hashtags. I believe we gonna you know we're gonna save the uh, other stuff for later. We're gonna start off with hashtags. Our first hashtag of the week. All right, I'm ready. You ready? Um, I think so. You ready? You I, sure? I, I, I think so. You sure? Because depending on how this goes, we only going to do one or two. Okay. Well, okay. okay, hit me. Our first hashtag of the week is hashtag nigger navy. <laughs> hashtag nigger navy. Oh, gosh. So those of you who aren't privy to the situation, um, Yahoo Financial tweeted out an article talking about Donald Trump wanting to uh, have a nigger navy. Of course, it was a a spelling error. It was supposed to be bigger navy. But, you know, the B and the N are kind of close on the phone. So, it turned out nigger navy and black Twitter ate it alive for about about 12 hours. They tore it down. It was some jewels. Some jewels on Twitter. Black Twitter definitely stepped up. Yeah, they they stepped up like a motherfucker. It was hilarious. Like, legit. I mean, if you look at my Twitter feed, that's pretty much all that's on there. Yeah, and I even, I even, I didn't get in on the fun, but I definitely, it was a couple that were retweet worthy, absolutely. Well, you know, you're always late to the party. Oh, I'm always late, but I was, I was right on time. He was right on time. I was right on time. I got when it was I, I got on there when it was enough for me to really just read just ridiculous list ridiculousness for a good ten to fifteen minutes of pure black Twitter gold. <laughs> yeah, you know that that was a specifically black Twitter topic. You know, I know a lot of people from regular Twitter wanted to chime in or laugh at the funny but no, you know, we that was our moment to shine, and we shine. You know, you guys kind of have to 
participate on the outside, you know? I even seen a, a meme like that that was like, oh, when you want to participate in nigger Navy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they wanted to laugh. I mean, yeah, it was, it was you could laugh all you wanted to. You couldn't, you could not um, participate at all. It was hilarious. I just want to add, like, it was just great. I, I had a nice couple chuckles from that. A couple chuckles. Yeah, like okay. a nice... A nice amount of chuckles from that, and it was great. Um, I'm still all in a couple of chuckles. That, that's was very, that weird or something? It's very corny. Anyways, I'm sorry. On to our second hashtag. Hashtag, this is actually happening. <laughs> so, God, what is this about? Last episode, we told you about the Soldier Boy Chris Brown beef. Oh yeah. Just a uh, just an update. This they're actually going to box. On pay-per-view. <laughs> Let that sink in. They're actually going to fight on pay-per-view. Can we address the video of Soldier Boy like no. with the weights and yeah, with the machines? He, he was like a malnourished child. <laughs> that is not encouraging. It was horrible. It that was just so bad. I, I got Floyd. Gonna, Floyd got a lot of work to do with him, and you know Chris Brown. Got Mike Tyson on his side, so that that don't that's not. But I'm either. convinced that Floyd is in this for giggles at this point because when I mean, they did when that you... interview, he was literally talking shit about this man in his face, like you know celebrities they affiliate themselves with gangs. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just when, him while when he's you got there. his type of money and you don't do what you got that money doing anymore. So you kind of get bored. So so yeah. such a way at this point is weak, lame, and dumb because he just let this man talk hella shit. I mean, in his I'm pretty present. sure it's gonna be a big payout on both ends if this truly, truly goes through. I'm I'm hoping it doesn't. Like I want a last minute cancellation. At the end of the day, I mean, for Soldier Boy, it would be a dog ass win. Because, but that's not gonna happen. No, listen, hear me out. I'm saying for Soldier Boy, if he won, it would be a big deal because Soldier Boy's career is dead. But if you have Chris Brown, he's still a thriving star. And if he loses, that would be like <laughs> he would be taking like yeah, a not huge deal. No, I know it's not. It's not I'm just happen. saying, you know, I don't know. Stars align, kind of. The stars will not align. A hail mary, if you will. Oh, okay. All right. Sure. Yeah, you know, getting okay. getting up on my football lingo. Okay. <laughs> so you know, a little hail mary, if you mm. will. You know, maybe mm. such a boy can pull it out. Even though he got um something, whatever happened to him when he went to the hood, I don't know. But mm. I already actually got robbed yesterday. <laughs> I did. I already actually got robbed. Wait, really? Yeah, Fifty Cent was posting about him. Uh, getting robbed 50 cent ain't shit like he, I mean, he be talking cent, about them 50 too. cent is the don king of this whole situation it's horrible he is a hot ass mess weird ass but he's a hot ass motherfucking mess i just want <sighs> that to be clear yeah um our last hashtag of the week is hashtag um black excellence Okay, I'm 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 intrigued. You're intrigued. Um, we just recently, well, actually not recently, as we're recording, um, the Golden Gloves just finished up, and yeah, we we did, you know, we did pretty good, you know. 
Shout yeah. out Childish Gambino for the um, two wins. Donald Glover, if you're not privy to his People uh, know him as Childish name. Gambino. Donald Glover, no. That's his... I, I understand. Actor name. Okay. Um, and your podcast name is Casey. Okay. That's my name. No, okay. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> okay. Your mama named you Casey? Yeah, technically. <laughs> she did. I think your dad had a lot to do with that. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Anyways, like we were saying. So what's the what, what, how we do? We what's, did pretty well. I feel like. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Time out. Time out. Time out. First of all, I don't mean to offend anybody by you know all this you know this kind of pro black lingo. What? I'm just saying because we did you know the hashtag nigga navy. Like, that's a black, like, really black topic. And now we're doing the black excellence about the Golden Globes. I don't want to offend any of our other audiences. I don't feel like we're offending anybody. I, feel I like mean, people, we might. You no. know, somebody could be rocking with us and it's like, oh, yeah, it's too much black. No, I feel like people cape for, you know, I don't know. No, they don't because they don't have to cape. Support. That's, that's part of the issue. They don't have to All cape. right, well, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> you're just going to be pissed because maybe this is just a black ass episode and you're just gonna have to deal okay we, we apologize we get y'all back on the next episode okay so back to the excellent black things that took place we won out in one two three four five five categories that's, that's pretty good that's pretty good, yeah. Personally, I have a slave movie out. It, it seems like we only win when there's, like, slavery movies out. He did say that when we were watching that. It seems to be... I'm I'm serious. When we it's a win. slave movie... We don't win. See, I'm, I'm continuing to trend. I apologize, guys. That we win. I'm sorry. What did you do? It's, it's more... You know, I said slave. We don't. We only win when it's slave movie. I'm trying. Oh God! I'm trying to keep it PC. I'm trying. I don't think you're doing a very good job at this point. I know. That's kind of a goal. I don't care. To suck. Like, <laughs> I don't care. like what? So your goal is to suck. But anyways, okay. So here we go. Viola Davis won. And she won for Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role. And she won for Fences. I regret to admit that I haven't seen it yet. But I really want to. It's I mean, fairly it just, new, it though. It just came out. So. That's one thing that I did realize watching The Golden Globes is that they, unlike the, what is it, like the Oscars and stuff? Yeah, or the Grand, um, a lot of other um, award shows are usually behind. But they're, like, ahead. Like, they nominate movies that are, like, still in the movies. Or movies that haven't even came out yet. Yeah. Because they were nominated Hidden Figures for stuff, and that just came out. So. And you do what you want when you pop Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, big ups to Viola Davis. I love her, just quite frankly. I know she got her star on the Walk of Hollywood Walk of Fame not too long ago. And that was dope, too. You know, black girl magic, just a little bit. Speaking, speaking, speaking of black girl magic, Tracy Ellis Ross won an award. Yeah, that black girl is magic, definitely. I love her. <laughs> she is so funny and so awesome. She won for Blackish. What was the exact category? I don't know. 
You are useless. Mm-hmm. Like I meant, yeah. I'm trying not to be tacky. I mean, my head hurts. So. But he's literally not giving me anything. My head hurts. But you were giving me the quote earlier, like, no, it was this. This is what happened, and blah blah shaboom. And now you don't even know. Yeah, I tend to just talk. Okay, well, whatever. I can't remember the category, but she won a really important award because it was the first time that African American won since like what was it, nineteen eighty three or nineteen eighty two? It was Debbie Allen and Fame. Exactly. So really big deal. Yeah. And then we had Donald Glover that won for Atlanta. They won for the show, and he also won as lead actor as well for that show. And then Moonlight won, too. And that was dope. And then, also, I did want to say this. So now that we're not, you know, this is the black-ass episode. But I do want to acknowledge Meryl Streep's speech. I thought it was beautiful. And she touched on a lot of, like, awesome topics. And it was very, like, very deep. And I thought it was moving, you know, I, I like she's cultured, so she's very yeah. cultured. And even um, the opening, like that Viola da- Davis gave her, was awesome. Like it was, it sounded like a well written monologue. <laughs> it was just dope. So shout out to them because I appreciated her speech and I appreciated the introduction. Like you can tell when people genuinely like each other, and instead of just being like a industry thing and I really felt like they genuinely had a relationship so I I appreciated that like that was cool yeah she definitely wasn't reading off of anything yeah no it was like serious and I appreciate that tremendously so is that it you got anything to add no 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 I just I have I'm limited to three hashtags every week so that's what I do Oh, we can add that Nikki and me broke up. But I love Meek, so I'm not about to shade anybody. So we're just going to wrap it yeah, up there. You might not want to add that in. Listen, I'm just going to let y'all know that I cape for Meek. So you're just going to have to be mad. Mad. And really mad. Big mad. Super mad. I just want y'all to know that her cape has an L on the back. See, that's that hate <laughs> shit I be talking about. Okay, well, no. My L... <sighs> My L. My cave don't have no goddamn L on it. We winners over here, okay? We dream chasers, motherfucker. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm loyal to Meek like Jay is. So, at the end of the day... Who? Jay. Well, okay. That's why he didn't want to do the song with... Um, he didn't really do the verse song. You know what? This is not even what we're supposed to be talking about on Pop Style. Because... Up. He was, you know, being loyal to me because that is he's he signed under Rock Nation. Is management management right? I'm pretty sure everybody signed under Rock Nation about now. I mean, well, you know, Jay Z is a genius, <laughs> but I'm not gonna stay in right now. I'm just gonna you're gonna keep him away. <laughs> We're gonna <laughs> right along. <laughs> We're gonna move right along, guys, to Mind of a Millennial. So. You know, Hendrix, what's going on? What are you? What are you? What's feeling? What are you feeling right now? Um, I don't know. I feel like it's a it's a repeat episode. Like I don't, um, I only have one thing on my mind. Like I, I need James Caldwell off of my fucking team. Like I do not want this man to coach my team. Then we already we did this. I understand that, but you know we had you know 
we actually didn't have a chance. Like, you yeah. had no chance in hell. Shut up. The Lions are trash. Let me just repeat that. My team that. had no chance. Um, trash. Our, our quarterback is injured. Trash. Apparently, our wide receivers' fingers are injured. More trash. And, yeah, our defense trash. took the night off. So, Jeez. yeah, I mean, overall, it was a trash effort. They stood no chance. I knew, like, when hey, people were I'm like, you what you oh, mean. yeah, like, we lost. You know, our last yeah. four games? Yeah, we... Yeah. Okay. But hey. everybody's like, oh, but you know, you know, it doesn't matter because we're still going to the playoffs. I mean, you're supposed to be hopeful. Just you don't to go get their ass tapped. Um, I don't even think they scored a touchdown. They scored only two field goals. Thank God for Legatron. You, That's the only good thing Jesus going on Christ. for the team is All Legatron. Right. Um, other than my lines... Um, Folding Sorry. under pressure again. Um, I actually went to church today for the first time in a while, Aww. and it was interesting, very interesting experience, and one that hopefully leads me to better spirituality, both self and um, other. I don't know what the other thing is. That's that's deep. Link. That's deep. Um, but yeah, you know, um. I'm getting older, so I'm trying to get my life together, slowly <laughs> but surely. Older is true. Okay. What's on your mind, Casey? Oh, well, oh, me? Okay. Well, actually, ironically, I've been watching a lot of football, you know? It's playoff season, and today I watched... Wait, I watched two games today. I watched the Green Bay game. Who did they go against? The Giants. Okay. I don't know, because they didn't show up. <laughs> I watched the Green Bay um, game against the Giants, and then I also watched the Dolphins and Steelers game. The Dolphins didn't show up either. <laughs> but, you know, it was great football. And after watching the Lions, you know. Watch it. It was good to Watch see it. real That's teams what I'm saying. Watch play. It. You're not going to keep talking about my team. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I, I will always cape for our local teams. But I just need them but to do better. Not. I'm saying you're not. I mean, you're well, what, what I mean by cape in this scenario is that when they're playing, I will root for them. But when they continuously, you know, just disappoint me, I don't know what to do. You know, you hey, deliberately disobeyed have... me. You lost. You was trash. And I don't have time, you know. Can we move on? Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. He's really getting in his feelings. <laughs> getting Can we sad. move on, please? And it's so funny. But um, besides besides the sports and his trash teams, um, <laughs> I really want to get into being Mary Jane. I keep hearing really good things about it, so I think I'm going to check that out. Okay. It's five years after the fact. That's, that's But awesome. that's good. Even better, because that gives me some Netflix binge-watching material. You, know? you don't need anything else to binge-watch. You binge-watch everything. Except for the good shows. You don't even watch TV, so your opinion doesn't count. I've, I've watched these shows. What? It's a lot of... I watched, I used to watch Being Mary Jane. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You used to come on after the game. What are you talking about? And that's the only reason why you watched it. No. I watch TV. I'm very, you know, diverse in my TV watching. Sure. Okay. Well, that's just fine. All right. Well, anything else, babe? Nope. No, I think that's about it for what is on the mind of Millennial. All right, that's it. All right. um, We didn't get any emails. (laughs) I'm just let y'all know that. We didn't get no emails. I mean, I don't don't really, you know, I said I I didn't want emails, but 
I'm to the point, I, I don't even care what she put in the emails. It could be complete gibberish. He's horrible at this, isn't he? He's no, I just, I want emails. Like, I know, I'm but at, you're I'm not very point. good at being inviting. No. I mean, but I, I want emails. Like, I really do. Like, I want to know who's peeping in my Gmail. Like, I really want Let's, to know. Let me just say this. There, there are two, Gmail. there are, ironically, even though we are two awkward-ass millennials, there are two different kinds of awkward-ass millennials. Who's your He is an asshole, you know? He's awkward and mean. I'm awkward and, like, nice, you know? Like, slow, approachable, <laughs> friendly. I just don't know how to, you know, I might get all weird and uncomfortable. But. And, <laughs> you know, weird and uncomfortable in, like, situations with people. But besides that, like, everything is pretty fine. Man, you get that little deer in headlights look when you're around people yeah because I don't know what to do and like when people talk to me it makes me uncomfortable but I don't like I'm not mean about it no it's like literally like an asshole about it I didn't go to preschool I didn't develop people skills I'm sorry I was too smart for preschool so I didn't develop people skills I apologize but anyways to forget what she talking about we are still looking for emails like I said I want emails so, please send um, comments, questions, topics to ask 2 a.m. podcast at gmail.com. That is ask the number 2 a.m. podcast at gmail.com. It will be greatly appreciated. Yeah, it's just sending your questions, comments, concerns, whatever you want to say to us. You want to ask us anything or, you know, ask for any advice, we are open to that and we will answer those questions on the show. So, you know, email us. Another small shout out. Shout out to the people who actually listen to this train wreck. Like, we are definitely a work in progress and we're trying to, you know, kind of come into our own as far as the show. And I appreciate all the love that we got, all the feedback we got from, you know, family, friends, and things of that nature. I appreciate it. Yeah, so, you know, if you listen, tell a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend, and, you know, we promise that we're just, we're getting better with time, so take us Slowly but surely, it's gonna gonna take a while, it's gonna take a while. We're new to this, and we're just learning and all that good stuff, but yeah, so, ask 2am podcast at gmail.com, the number two for all of those questions, comments, and concerns, and we're just gonna move right along. So what you got for Ellen L this week? So, like, L- all right. First off, let me just tell you guys something. I'm not privy to any Ellen L topics. That's kind of the rule of the show, because you know, I want all my reactions to be kind of freelance, genuine, so, genuine reactions. Not even yeah. genuine, because you know, I, some stuff you can't, you know, I can't just speak on. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm an asshole, so. It's, it's, you know, pretty much right, you know, first reaction. I think it helps. So, what's the topic? Okay, so the topic this week was actually given to me. It was like a post on Facebook. And my best friend... Who's your best friend? (laughs) My best friend, Nikki C. 
Nikki C. It's not irritating. My best friend Nikki C. <laughs> sent me this link to this um like meme or video or something on Facebook, and it was a question that the guy was talking, and it pretty much was saying, "Should a married man have female friends?" Oh dear God! But I'm gonna alter it a little bit. I'm gonna alter it to be both sides. So should married people in general, male or women, have opposite sex friends? And that question was submitted to me by Nikki C. And she does have a YouTube channel under the same name, Nikki C. She is a beauty, hair blogger. So just check her out on there as well. Anyways, hey girl. Support so, black business. <laughs> yes, support black creatives, okay? Creatives. So okay. at I this point, you. we're going to go right into our L&L topic. So, Hendrix, what are you, what are you, what are you thinking over there? Um, I mean, I don't necessarily have an issue with friends. Like, people have friends, people develop friends, life happens, shit happens. Like, it's okay. It's cool. Like, if you keep it contained and everything's on the up and up, it's, it's fine. I mean, there's a lot of people out here who, you know, you can't allow to uh, have too many friends because they're friendly. So, know your mate. Like, I don't understand the people putting, like, caps on it all. You can only have the friends you had when I got in a relationship with you or when we got married and who was this new motherfucking X, Y, Z. Like, people develop. Like, it could be a work situation or you could be somebody from church. Like, it, it stuff happens. So, yeah, I mean, I say about four times out of ten it doesn't work, but... That's because people are greedy and they do silly shit. So, I mean, in my opinion, it works. Well, no. <laughs> of course. Um, I mean, I have a couple different positions on this topic, but ultimately it just comes back to no. And the reason I say that is because I just don't think it's something that works out pretty much. Because I feel like it's it's important to know boundaries and stuff like that. But I don't know if it always matters. Because people, like, okay. Women, I'm going to speak from my perspective. Women, actually, no. I'm going to speak in general. No, please speak from your perspective. Okay, okay, fine. I just feel like a lot of times, like, people like like want what they can't have. And I feel like that attracts people in a lot of situations. I know I've seen people who... Or like, oh, you know, look how he treats his girl. Or yeah, she true. do all of this for her nigga, you know. And you want that for yourself. So you're like, well, maybe I can get it. And I feel like that's a very common feeling. And I feel like you can even say that just in general. Because a lot of times, people say that all the time. Like, oh, when I'm single, you know, I get I don't get no love. But when I'm in a relationship, everybody beating down my door. I mean, door. people are competitive, though. That's, that's the main thing. Like... You I mean, see a yeah. prize and you want to take that. I know, prize. but it's still sketchy. I especially, I just don't. The reason I said that is because I feel like it's boundaries, and I feel like guys are not as privy to like just being smart. And the reason I say that is because, aka, women make up rules. No, guys don't know. Like they're like, oh no, we cool. But if it's a girl, she's like, oh, how you and your girl doing? She's just waiting for that one time for you to be like, man, this bitch. 
for you know what I'm saying? You'd be like, oh well, you know, titties in your face. Like I really feel like yeah, it, works, it works both ways. So, but I feel like guys have. I mean, women have more control of it though. Like if a guy was like, oh, your nigga ain't doing you right. Like he ain't gonna whip his dick out and me be like, oh yeah, let me suck it. Like I feel like. <laughs> But if uh, if you really going through hard times with your girl and you have this female best friend, you know what I'm saying? You telling, you know, telling her all the stuff that's wrong with your relationship and you find out, oh, yeah, my girl, like, it's hey one day, like, oh, let's have some drinks. And then next thing you know, she's sitting on your face because guys don't have no self-control. Wow. That's just the reality wow. of the situation. So I mean, yeah. Typically, men don't have self-control, but it it really comes back to the value aspect. Like, you, you know what rules you are and are not supposed to cross or disobey. And, I mean, sometimes guys have that fuck it attitude. Exactly. And, I mean, it's not, it's not cool, but you... I don't know, you can't put all dudes in a box. I mean, but at the end of the day, I'm saying, with that same idea of, okay, guys have that fucking attitude, so it makes more sense to me to just simply not put yourself in that situation. And and like I said, it's also levels to that. If you have a friend, like, I have, I have two guy best friends, and one of them is straight, and the other is not. So, I mean, obviously, that just eliminates that completely. And then the other one, like, we completely have no connection. We've never messed around. We never did anything like that. We literally grew up together. So you messed around with the other two? That's what you're saying? I, I said two. I only said two. Okay. I said one is gay. Okay. I'm just trying to get okay. clarification. That's okay, all. so anyways. <laughs> and the other one, we've never done anything. He's my friend. But that's the thing with boundaries, though. We don't talk on the phone every day. We aren't texting on a regular basis. We don't um, hang out all the time. Like, it's boundaries. A lot of times, guys want to treat their female friends like they do their guy friends. So, they're, like, hanging out with them all the time. They're texting them all day and night. They're all in their face. Like, they're treating them like that girl, pretty much. And I feel like that's where, you know, it's a big difference. It's because my friends, I just keep them at a distance. So, it's never that confusion. It's never like we're going to have that moment where it's like, oh, we're drunk. And my dick's hard. Like, it's not going to be like that because when I'm never going to put myself in that situation. And guys are not that smart, I feel well, like. Well, I mean, personally speaking, all of my, aside from um, my group chat, my my guys in my group chat, uh, my male and female friends, like, we don't talk to off. Like, our relationship is basically need to talk to. Like, you know, like life shit. Like, we going through some major, and, you know, you just need some reassurance or, you know, you want to know which way you should go or stuff like that. Like, that's how my friend, my friendships are. Anybody else other than that, nine times out of ten, that's not, like, I'm not talking to you, for real. Like, whether we work together or, you know, we know each other from some other associate or something like that like nine times out of ten we're not talking on a regular basis we're not hanging out definitely not hanging out because i've become a hermit in my older age like i don't thank god i don't like going out period so yeah i mean it's, it's none of that and i think that goes to the boundaries like you try and keep yourself out of situations that'll get you in trouble smart people try and keep themselves yeah that's out better. of situations that get them in trouble so i mean but a lot of people aren't smart like they haven't developed that intelligence to know that this is not the right place for you to be at. And I also 
realize a lot of times that, and this might just be the fuck boys of the world, but like what I also realize not a lot of times is that when a guy says that he has female friends, his female friends are his exes, somebody he done fucked, some bitch that they used to talk with and didn't work out. It's never just somebody who you were never, ever actually ever interested in and y'all just was cool and like became close. Like it's never like nothing legitimate like that. It's always like, oh yeah, like that's my ex, but we're still cool <laughs> or like, I mean, a lot of, I have a lot we of, we used uh, to just smoke together, but you know, we fucked a couple times too. Like it's always a I catch. Have, it's a never just platonic female friends. I'm not that you saying. boned? No, I said platonic. Uh-huh. That means I mean, yeah, because people it. use that term no, differently, though. No, they could be no, platonic I, now. I, like, that's how I people know, are like, I know we're platonic, platonic now. Means. I have a lot of <laughs> platonic female friends, and I have some associates that uh, things have happened in the past with, but, you know, you try and keep them on a longer leash. Yeah, I don't deal in those bullshit shenanigans. I know a lot of people are like, a lot of people have different views on this. Like, oh, you know, if I had these friends when I came into the picture... And in situations like that, that's fine. If you had, like, a childhood friend that you grew up with and it's the opposite sex person, it should be, like, I feel like you should just make sure your mate knows for sure that it, it is what it is. So, like, if you have this friend and y'all grew up together and it's a real platonic-ass relationship, then it shouldn't matter. Y'all should be able to, like, double date with y'all spouses or y'all should be able to hang out together. Y'all should be able to have that same rapport around your mate and it not be weird or suspect. That's a, that's a good sign as well. Yeah, like, if you I have this secret friendship and I never met this person or vice versa, then that's that's... That's grounds to be, like, concerned and, like, what the fuck. I I think so. Yeah, that's not cool. Like I said, you know, you just got to know. Just be smart about situations. Know the potential end result of a situation before you put yourself in. And then I will say, I do feel some kind of way about making female friends when you're in a relationship. Because it's just like, for what? You better talk to your mama or your sister. Or talk to me. What the fuck you need? What the fuck? What did, what did y'all... Because I'm thinking about how you become friends with somebody. What do y'all do? Text them? What the fuck y'all hanging out with? How, how are you making friends? Because you can't talk to these people, so I'm trying to figure out how they f- became your friends. When y'all hanging out, texting? No, you have co-workers. I you probably know. sound crazy. I don't really give a fuck. Yeah, I just don't... I don't play... I don't play these games ridiculous. with people. I'm just saying, like, legitimately, how are you making friends? I can't even make female friends right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. I have two female friends, the same female friends I've had since I was five years old. So I don't, I don't know how to make friends. So I'm trying to figure out how you going out making friends. <laughs> like, how are you going out making female friends? How are you going out making any friends? Remember when she said I was an asshole? <laughs> Do you remember that? No, it's not that I'm an asshole. I just keep to myself. So I just don't know. How are you going out making all these goddamn friends? Like, and you're like, oh, like, cause I'm thinking about the makings of a friendship. You need to text, you need to hang out, you need to, like, know each other's birthday and favorite color. I don't think y'all need to have a deep ass conversation. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Whoa, that's like best friend stage there. That's like, I know you from, like, Pampers kind and of stuff. True. And then guys are just so suspect with it. Like, because, you know, the reason I said that was because a lot of times, you, like, think about how many times, especially ladies, think about how many times you went out. And you met a guy, and you're like, I got a man. And he's like, well, can we be friends? So I feel like that's how all guys make friends. <laughs> like, no, I, I don't want like, to be friends with because you. Because that really means, you know home. what? That's not that's We not can't problem. fuck yet, but when he fuck up, we can. Yeah, so I'm just going to keep it, you know, stay over here real quick for a minute. Make sure you don't forget about me since I do a text. Happy New Year's. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm here. And uh-huh. that's the tacky shit is how that shit starts. No, nah, I don't, and I, women ain't no I don't like waiting in line, so. 
No. So, I mean, it happens on both sides. I'm just saying, like, all of that. I, as long as it's not any skeechy shit behind it, then I think it's fine. As long as it's not suspect. And, and if I don't deal with new friends. But I'm not against no anybody else who no want to do that. Friends. So, if you're no cool with your no, mate no, no. having a whole bunch of opposite sex friends, that is cool. But anybody who yeah, I, see what I, gotta deal with. I date, no, it's not going down. Yeah, I see what I got to deal with. He talking this shit. We have a very open Help line me. of communication. Help me, please. And, but he know I'm not for the fuck shit. So Help it's me. all cool. You know what I'm saying? It's good. <laughs> please help. Ain't that right? Hey? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> but at the end of the day, do what makes you happy. If your mate is cool with you having female or male friends, you know that's cool. But don't get mad when they busting that pussy up on the slide and dick that way. Because you allow them and they... All in their space. Well, we're on your bed when you get home. I mean, friends can be good at certain times, depending on you know the capacity of it. Like, if you on some fuck shit, just be open about your fuck shit. But you know, a lot of times, like it's an old saying that you can't talk to the about the problem to the problem. So sometimes it's nice to have. That's how a you different... resolve issues. That's a dumbass saying. No, That's from like not. fucking. Um, no, no, stay-at-home moms with the breadwinner daddy that didn't have a voice because it's like I'm paying your bills, bitch. You can't really feel no kind of way. I'm sliding dick to the neighbor, like that kind of shit. So that's a completely different thing. And just to say this, I'm gonna add this one last point. <laughs> Maybe my perspective is different because of my experiences. I've had really bad experiences with dating people with female friends. So like the one time I no the two times. Which is like the only serious relationships I ever had in my life. I didn't know, so I was like a kid. But one time it was like, oh, you know, I didn't do something or something. And it was like he went to work at the grocery store, back in groceries. Like, oh, you were like in high school. Wow. And she had a farmer's <laughs> we were, we were We were like 15. But anyways, like he went to the store and like was at work and told the girl, and was talking to the girls or whatever. And he was a little cute guy, light skin, you know, back th- back in that day, that was a big deal. So he was cute. What do you mean back in that day? Like well, now. I guess light skin is a big deal now. But anyways, so back, forever. <laughs> back in that day, he was a big deal. You know, he was really cute. And so his, you know, friends are like, oh, you know, he's telling them like she didn't tell me you know she didn't call me or she didn't tell me she loved me some stupid shit like that and they're all like well what you gonna do or you need to break up with her because she don't appreciate you and all this bullshit like that and so like out of nowhere he comes and talks to me like tell me everything you love about me i'm like what wait what are you talking about and so it's like just from them putting in seeds in his head, we really broke up, and so like that's my oh, one yeah, bad experience. And definitely. then secondly, well, that's that's not even friends. That's like the peanut gallery. But that's like that was like his coworkers, female coworkers that he was cool with. That's the peanut gallery, though. I mean, but yeah, I'm just saying how easy it is to manipulate somebody. And then secondly, I was dating a guy, and he had this lady that he met. Through, he was converting to Buddhism, and he had uh-uh. this girl that was, like, helping him or whatever. And and it was that same kind of, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm laying in the bed, taking a nap, and he's, like, you know, in the living room watching TV kind of thing. And it's, like, her his phone is ringing, and it's, like, 3 a.m. 3 and she's texting him, like, what are you doing? And then so I look at the, I'm trying to figure out why his phone is ringing. 
And then I pick up the phone. Not only is it ringing, now it's a lock on the phone. I've never been there. So it's just like my experiences <laughs> with guys having female friends just never went well. So now you That's guys good. all That's know why um, I'm perception. jaded as fuck. Yeah, okay. You I'm jaded glad, too. I'm glad you- not, not to that way, no, not not not, not not with that, but just enjoy. you know what, whatever. Anyways, not we're just to gonna wrap ex- this up because <laughs> not to that extent. Um, <laughs> wrap this up. You know what's grinding my gears this week? Okay, what's grinding your gears? People who don't use their fucking blinkers. <laughs> now here in Michigan, we don't have the best drivers. That's why, probably why our insurance is sky fucking high. Because people don't know how to drive. We, our insurance is high because the weather is bad, the roads are bad, and people still in the metro areas. I mean, yeah, true, but people don't know how to drive. Like, it's a lot of accidents here because people don't know how to drive. You, you haven't been to a lot of places because people are trash. Oh, def- definitely. We, you know, I uh. wish we had mass transit so we wouldn't have to drive. <laughs> All right, anyway. Anyway, back to what I was talking about. So, you know, the weather's a little sketchy. During this time of the year, you know, got ice on the roads, snow, things like that. Use your blinker. If I'm following behind you and you getting ready to turn, make a sharp turn, I might run in the back of you. Like, I'm pretty good with that. You know, kind of my anticipation skills. I never heard that word before. Oh, really? My anticipation skills are uh, anticipatory. Okay, we'll go. I don't, I don't know. Look, I anticipate shit. All right. <laughs> this ain't no damn Webster's Dictionary podcast. Two a.m. Anyways, I anticipate very well, but you know, it's those close calls that kind of get you irritated because all you gotta do is flip, flip the thing. Tell me you turn. I give you space. I'm not trying to run nobody over. So yeah, make sure you, during these cold weather conditions, you put your fucking blinker on. What's grinding your gears? <laughs> okay, so what's grinding my gears today and all week is the price of college textbooks. <laughs> Holy Santa Claus shit. So I am taking classes this semester to um, be a better person. And I had to go to the lovely campus bookstore and get my books. And I'm only taking two classes. And for one class, I had to, it was like a chemistry class. I had to get like a lab manual and the actual book and access code for some homework shit. And it was like $400 for that one class. Wow. And I still have stuff for my other class to get. And I literally was depressed. <laughs> because it's like, this is true. What the fuck? Like, I work hard for my money. Like, I don't have time for this bullshit. That shit was sad. Like, just to watch my account just empty out like that for some books that I'm going to use for all of five fucking months. It just was really frustrating. And really. At least you can sell them back. No, I can't. You can't? Not those. The lab manual is like you use that exclusively for that class and you tear the pages out. And then that book is like a paperback book, and that access code is only good for that one semester. So that sounds terrible. That book don't even get sold back. I might have to like sell it on Amazon or some shit. So at the end of the day, it's awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, seriously. Like that lab manual was like 
$150, something like that. And then the book itself was like 220 So just fucking depressed. And I, so that's what's grounding my gears this week is fucking school textbooks. So all the students out there and colleges across the globe, one love. Like I am, I feel for you guys. I know all about this. And, and the reason I'm saying this is because it's hitting me harder now is because when I, Went to CMU, you know, fire up chips, sorry. When I went to CMU, <laughs> fucker, when I went to Central um, Michigan University, just in case somebody don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Most people. Shut up, okay? Continue. Antonio please. Brown went there, just in case anybody needs a frame of reference. But anyway, so, when I went to Central, <laughs> he's good, fucker. When I went to Central or whatever, like, I obviously had, like, school loans and, like, scholarships and my dad's help. So, I didn't actually pay for anything out of pocket. So, that was my first experience of, like, paying for school. Because, well, I didn't pay for school. My job is paying for me to go to school. But that was my first time actually having to buy books because they don't pay for books. Well, actually, they do reimburse you for books. But anyway, so that just, that whole experience of actually having to pay out of pocket 300, 400 fucking dollars for books just really broke my heart. So that is what's grinding my gears. Damn, shout out to all the college students. I mean, that's a, it's a struggle. It is. It's like, a struggle. That, that, that scheme is definitely a struggle. Oh, wait, oh, oh, yes, it is. Definitely a struggle. <sighs> Anyways, yeah. Anyway, it's moving right along. So, um, once again, make sure y'all email us. Yeah. Um, I want to hear what's on your mind. Yes, you guys can email us at ask2ampodcast at gmail.com. That's the number two. You can send in questions, comments, and concerns for the Who's That People in My Gmail segment. Or you can also send us suggestions for our L and L segment as well. So... Yeah. We're going to actually wrap it up, guys. We're going to wrap this up. Um, our quote of the week is from the, the famous ghetto prophet, Jay Jenkins. Um, we're coming up on a very tumultuous time in um, most of our lives. We are losing our beloved, well, for a lot of us, our beloved president. And, yeah, we just, you know, we just kind of kind of sad about that you know i'm hopeful for the best with the next regime don't really think it's gonna plan out like that but uh you know we, we're just gonna leave you um with some words from mr jenkins better known as young jeezy because this very may will be our last time ever having the opportunity to say this um my president is black my Lambo is blue. <laughs> and I'll be goddamn if my rims ain't too. Hey. See ya. We out. <laughs>